You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday to you. What a miserable-looking day outside. Hey, 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 hey. Now, that is a glass half-empty kind of vibe. We could say, look how beautiful and green all the greenery is outside because of the rain. Don't look at it a good way, Bianco. I don't think so. I didn't see much green. I just saw grey, grey and more grey. Well, what I'm seeing on my phone is that it's Friday. So that's something to get up and about, 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 about. Wow. Well, it must be Friday because I'm here and you're yeah, here. exactly, right? And only a four-day working week. You can't complain too much, can you? Oh, yeah, I, I can. Here we go. Yeah, but they rattle me long weekends. I'm rattled. I am rattled. I thought I'm it was... <laughs> good one. Thank you. No, I... Yesterday I did think it was Wednesday, but then when I got home and I had pasta served to me, I knew otherwise. Oh yeah, the Biancos do have pasta on Thursdays and Thursdays only, guys. Yeah, it's a Thursday night ritual at my place. Some nice ravioli. It's nice when you get that in you. A that- nice warm bowl. There you go. One takeaway from the intro alone, but we've got a big show lined up, guys, that's spanning far past pasta. We'd love to hear from you, 0404 736 There'll be lasagna as well. Oh. Stones and I, cloudy day, relevant, I reckon. I don't mean to bring this up, but I do at the same time, because it's kind of something that I can't not bring to you today. Oh, okay. It's against everything that I'm against. That makes sense? Yeah. It did. Pretty much. But I'm going to still bring it up anyway, because I think the story is worth bringing to you. The Kardashians. Am I about to pass out? Is that seriously what's happening? And it's not because he's sitting directly under the heater. I'm so happy about that, by the way. (laughs) Oh, it's like being at a spa. Anyway, this is the best day of my life, finally. If you are having a cup, maybe just wait to plop it in because... Can you not use the word plop, please? Well, I mean, there's a bit of context. We're talking about the Kardashians. We're being classy here with a K. Well, but this is probably the least classiest thing. They've found themselves in some interesting scenarios here and there. The Kardashian, you know, West. Extension, extension families. But this one, well, well, I think this actually takes the cake. I couldn't believe it when I heard North, the daughter of, had, well, (laughs) I don't know. Can I say it? Can I get it out? I think I'm going to. Do it. A poo-themed birthday. No. No, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Poo emoji themed birthday party. A poo themed birthday. Correct. I mean, look, if she really wanted an experience because she likes poo that much, she could just get on a direct flight to Australia, get off at Avalon and go a few suburbs towards the city and voila, you hit Werribee. Bob's your uncle. You don't say that about Werribee. Um, no, but the thing is with Northwest, Bianco, what you should know by now, she's eight. She's been in this world for eight years. Her entire existence up until this point has been trying to just roast her parents wherever she can. I don't know if you're active followers of the Kardashians online. No, I'm certainly not. She roasts them, no end. There is an Instagram account which has, I'm looking at it now, 1.3 million followers called Nori's Black Book, which is a person when Northwest was born. She made this parody account 
from North's perspective of the Kardashians, and in the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they actually tracked down this influencer who was running it, and they said literally the tone of that Insta story that this woman brings up every single day is the exact same personality as North. Like, she just wants to destroy them. So if you see, like, as a Kardashian family, and they go all out for birthdays, of course you're going to try and, like, pull the mickey a bit. But what I can't understand, right, it's one thing to, you know, have a child express their love for something. (laughs) But when your child comes up to you and says, I want you to dress up like this too, yeah, you would have thought, being an adult... You would go back to your child and not disappoint them and say, hey, I'm going to let you dress up as a poo emoji if that's what you want to do, right? If you want to be a smiley poo, that's fine. But we're not going to dress up like that because we're going to create an emoji-themed party. No, but the thing is, Bianco, though, the Kardashians like a styling challenge and they've probably gotten onto the phone to the major designers of the huge, huge designer brands out there and said, what can you do for us? Probably, even though it's a pool emoji-themed outfit, it's probably worth a lot of money. I saw it and initially was a bit unsure about it, but now I'm on board. That Northwest is just going to make her parents' life a living hell. You can just tell it's happening already. And I think that she deserves her own reality show already. I'm very uncomfortable hearing this story. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I've heard of some very weird and left-to-field-themed birthdays. But I think this one just takes the cake. I thought, if anything, was going to swing you over to Team Kardashian, this would be it. So I'm quite shocked by this revelation. No, that's not it. I will never be sworn over or joining a cult figuring of that show. Well, you'd pick a really poor time to do it because it finished last week. I'm fine. For anyone wondering, there is still the two-part 20-year-in-the-making interview with Andy Cohen on tonight. But um, next week, don't know. You're still talking. Bring up the Kardashians. This is my one and only moment. If you have any questions that you want answered about the Kardashians, by the way, 0404 I can answer anything. I think it's gone too the, far. It's Kardashian Corner episode of Friday Drive. I'd love to know, 0404 How far did you go for a themed birthday? Did you actually have a theme that was very obscure, like a poo emoji? I had Groovy Girl, and then she came to my house and we went to have a disco, and she was meant to spray paint my hair, and she brought Silly String instead. I went to an Australian Idol theme party. Oh, that's my dream. That's going to be my 30th, actually. <laughs> Great. I'm already not attending. <laughs> Weren't invited. Didn't want to invite. This is Maxon's best shot for your Friday. Ooh, it's chilly outside, but we're here. It's okay. It's Carl and Catherine. It's just, you know, getting you through the remainder of your week and your Friday. That we are. And hey, Bianco, you say that it's cold, but you don't know how cold it is. Until you get up bright and early this morning, get in your car when it's pouring with rain, freezing outside, and go and get a COVID test through a drive through clinic. Can I just say, most of that I actually did, and probably earlier than you, minus the COVID test. Yes. Now, can I just say before we get into this story, this COVID test I had to get done today was for work purposes. If it wasn't, I would be at home isolating, doing the right thing. But because it is for work, I've got the documentation. I can roam around, do my thing. Anyway, I, as I said, went and got a COVID test and it went very, very wrong. Now, this is my fifth test. Um, I've had to get quite a few in the last month or so for work, working on big sites of people and from here, there and everywhere. So we have to make sure that we're safe. And anyway, 
It was raining, as I said. And can I just say, there are so many amazing people working on these sites who need to get some credit because I was talking to some people today because they know me now because I'm a celeb um, and they were saying that they were working 12-hour days, nine days straight because there's not enough staff. So they're doing an amazing job. So I'm at this point pretty well known around the site. I also know what's happening. I know what questions they're going to ask me. I know how it goes. And Bianco, you were saying off air just before you haven't had a test yet. I haven't. I don't intend on getting one unless I really have to. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Very quick though, very easy. We recommend that you get it done if you do have any symptoms. But I went, got it done. And the way it works through the drive through ones is you have to turn your engine off at all times. So you edge up a bit in the line and then you've got to turn your engine completely off. Yeah. And there's traffic cones everywhere. It's almost like going for your driver's license all over again. It's stressful. Mm. Anyway, I'm sitting there. The traffic control man goes, you can edge up a bit. I say, sure. And the way they do it with the drive through clinics is they put the test on your actual window of your car and then it just sits on your bonnet until you get to the test. Now, I forgot when I turned my engine off that my windscreen wipers were on. So I'm turning the corner of this very tight corner and my windscreen wipers turn on and beat the living you-know-what out of my COVID test, like the swab. How? Because it sits on your windscreen. Oh, no. And so I am seeing in front of all the doctors and nurses who and traffic people who were standing waiting for me, my test just getting mauled by my windscreen wipers. And anyway, everyone thought it was really funny, obviously. I wind down the window and when I'm about to do my test, I say to them, if that swab is bent slightly and this doesn't hurt me as much as it normally does, we have an amazing business venture ahead of us, which they agreed. Swab was fine. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a positive to come out of it. It was horrendous. It was so bad. And it was this close to actually being flung off my car. So then I'd have to turn the car off again and walk of shame off to go get my swab and back. So I'm very grateful that didn't happen. But yeah, it wasn't ideal. And they just opened as well for the day. So, um. Oh, it could have been worse. They could have been about 50, 60 odd cars waiting to do their swab right behind you when something like that happened. Yeah, see, at least it didn't happen on that time. It was pretty quick this morning, which was good. But yeah, it wasn't ideal. So just learn from my mistakes, both sides. If it's raining, make sure your windscreen wipers are off or your your test is going to be airborne. I can't believe that's how you have to actually submit it to them though. You put it on your... No, no, no. They they. So the way it works is you have a nurse who checks you in. Yeah. Then you have a doctor yeah. and they go over that information again. Yeah. And then you go to the next doctor and that's mm. when it happens. So when the nurse checks you in initially, that's when your swab goes on the front of your car. And then when you get to the final doctor, they take it off your car and then shove it up your nose. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful circle of life. <laughs> it really is. And thank you for asking too. My nasal passages are so clear th- from this morning. Um, I'm really enjoying this. Bit nasally now, but um, yes. <laughs> the good news is, despite not having COVID, Catherine does have conjunctivitis. That's not how that works. Yeah, well, they tested you for one thing and they not found another. Flash, I can tell you that much. Lordy. Look, I'm not trying to make today our grossest show ever. Oh, no. However, I started by talking about 
that big family over in the United States that may have just finished up a television show. You mean the American royal family? Yes, the Kardashians. I wouldn't classify them as that. I started by talking about them mm-hmm. and how North, one of the children, decided to have a poo-themed birthday party. Poo, poo emoji. emoji, thank you. Still pooey. Now I'm moving on to a very interesting kind of food that has come out this week. And it's not a joke. It is serious. There is a biscuit company out there that makes very tasty biscuits. I enjoy consuming them, and I know a lot of people do. Anyway, they like to sporadically release new flavours. And sometimes they come in twos or threes. Sometimes they just roll out the one. And when they do roll out the one, you can't help but think to yourself, is this a joke? Anyway, just when I thought they couldn't roll out another one this year, because they have rolled out some this year, Mm -hmm. they go and roll out one of a different kind. A lot of rolling happening. Well, you don't. It's not really a rollable biscuit, but, you know, they have decided to come out with an escargot-flavoured biscuit. You heard me correctly. Escargot. Or escargot. Escargot. And the flavour is of snails. Ew. Yes. I mean... I'm pretty sure most people in their lives don't aim to buy a product that has snails in it. Look, I mean, hey, I haven't tried a snail personally. Have you? No, and I don't really want to. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We don't know until we try. So some people might think this is an absolute triumph. Um, Me, not so much. Are they available here in Australia? They are, that's, they're rolling it out in Australia. Oh, we have to try it. No, I'm not trying this biscuit. I will. Well, I will buy them for you. I will do it on Monday. I will do it. Actually, no, not Monday. Friday next week, I will you do it. You said Monday. No. You're going to have a no. snail biscuit for breakfast. I don't have plans on Friday night next week. I will do it. Okay. You've heard it here first, Bayside. I might actually also tell Producer Jack it's a normal biscuit because he's not here today. He could also try it. Can we disguise it and just throw it on him? Like, I mean, he does edit our podcast, so he's going to know now. Oh, True. We should have kept it a secret. See, I want to know, with all of these like biscuit, biscuit companies and all these other like snacks where they're coming out with these unique flavours, do they just have like a Wheel of Fortune sort of set up with all these popular foods and they just spin the wheel and they're like, yes, that one? Or do they have board meetings where everyone sits at the table and they say, okay, what did you have for lunch today? And then they just land on that because they're so random. I reckon you're probably not far off the mark there because when you actually look at some of the flavours they've come out with yeah. over the years, it very much resembles something that you would have consumed at lunchtime. I'm still trying to walk off the Lamington chip from last Did year. Did you try it? Oh, yeah. I didn't try it. It was just, it's a it's a lot of textures in one. It's like a really sharp coconutty. oh, it's weird. It, it really messes with your brain. You know something obscure I can tolerate? Tolerate, what is it? Spinach dip. Oh, that's not obscure. That's delicious. Oh, it's very obscure. I, I mean, love spinach when you dip. hear of dips, you don't hear spinach at the top of the list. 
You hear about your taro maslata, aka the caviar. You hear about your tzatziki or tzatziki or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Hummus. Yes, iconic. They're the big three, I reckon. Mm. But any others top that? Like here in Australia, the spicy cap does pretty well. The what? Spicy capsicum. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan personally, but I know a lot of people who really champion the spicy cap. Um, sour cream and onion? Oh, no, that's not really one, is it? Sour cream and sweet chili is. Mm, nah. I'm really into the avocado ones. Sp- oh, no. Avocado dip and chip. Oh, heaven. No, 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 no. Disgusting. There's <laughs> different different variations of caviar too. I don't know. Oh, well, I, th- I suppose there is for any dip. Yeah. But I'm very picky with my caviar. Oh, see, I no, I just the idea of caviar, I just cannot do. Are I, you serious? I would rather have a snail biscuit than fish eggs. Go one better. I'm gonna get you snail biscuits and caviar next week. I just don't think I could do caviar. I think I've had it once, and I was like, I. Eesh. You probably had the wrong one. Do you know? All right. All right, Mr. Caviar. Bring it in next week. Okay. I will bring Not my... on Monday, Friday. I'll bring my favorite caviar. All right. You bring... Are we going to do a MasterChef live on air? <laughs> We're not doing it on air. You cannot okay. eat in the studio. Okay. You studios. bring caviar and I will bring something else. It'll no, be MasterChef. I want, to, I want you to try these biscuits that are a funky escargot... Right, I'll, I'll do both. ...flavored snail. A snail biscuit. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, just... Creeps me out the thought of a snail biscuit. Anyway, let us know. 0404 How far is too far when it comes to flavours? And is there an obscure thing that you enjoy that people look at you funny when you say, oh, might eat a snail? How far have you gone to stitch up your friend? Now, a walker was forced to do a double take in the UK this week, Bianco. After spotting a memorial plaque on a bench containing a heartfelt dedication with quite the twist. So this guy walks up to the bench to see a plaque that read the following. Dedicated to Hayden, forever missed by his friends and family. He's not dead yet. He's just becoming increasingly antisocial. Now, this isn't... It obviously had Hayden's last name as well. That would have cost... A fair bit of money. What, they put it in a... In a plaque. You know how you'll see if you're at a park or something, a memorial plaque? Yeah. They have paid for that purely to out their mate for not showing up to gatherings and things. <laughs> I wish I thought of that. <laughs> it's pretty smart, hey? But I want to know, what did you do to mess with your mates? Hmm. I think he's just, for me, it's just bugging them on social media until they respond. Oh, yeah, nothing really. I've heard stories of you putting them on callers lists for things. Sorry, I don't do that. Your Not mates me. Do. <laughs> oh, people yeah, that I'm subject to it. People that I call <laughs> my mates might do that, but I've not once done that to anybody. Yeah. That is such a dog act. It's very low. I don't do that. Yeah, see, I find particularly in my girl groups, we don't do that as much anymore. Definitely in high school we did a lot. Can I just say on that, I don't know what's going on, but I keep getting Numerous phone calls from numerous different numbers at the moment, and I don't. I I know conspiracy theorists out there are all about the. Oh, it's because we're using QR codes. I don't know what it is, but just stop it. I'm pretty sure I said the same thing about six weeks ago, but I've just had it up to here with. If you look at my call history, right? I've got the same problem at the moment. I, I love got it. 0488 
blah, 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 0488, blah, 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 blah. I'm tempted yeah. just to call them on air right now. No, don't. Expose whoever they they're, are. They're, they don't answer because they're fake numbers. But I'm also worried that it's the wine company that I'm <laughs> trying to get revenge on me or keep trying to persist with me. I don't know how many times I've made it clear to them. I don't want any more wine. One time. We've really fan. opened a can of worms here, haven't we? Oh, okay. Just... So we're obviously speaking to a prankie here. I am going to be the pranker. I remember in school, one of the things that used to happen amongst all of us girls was we used to tell each other what our lockers codes were. Yeah. And we used to fill each other's lockers with things just to you know surprise them and that mm. sort of thing. But yeah, as of late, like I mean, a lot of it. Normally, the pranks are now on dating sites. Like we'll take over each other's dating sites and like. Find some people. But yeah, pranking isn't really something that a lot of girl groups do anymore. No. I don't see it very often. No. I think as you get older, you're less likely to care as much about trying to get your friend's attention or your friend's in quotation marks. True. That being said, though, I am working on a little prank with Michael Thompson from the Bayside Lunch Boys. Um, We may or may not be teeing something up for his co-host, so... It's a prank I'm working on, but can't really disclose too much information. Well, that's kind of a giveaway now. He's going to find out nah, what it is. he doesn't listen to us, which is really rude. I listen to them, but anyway. Oh, I don't listen to them either, so no loss there. No bad blood. Just how it is. But yeah, basically, I want to know, 0404 736 how did you get back at your mates, or how did you prank them? I just think as well, like, you sort of have different mates, you know, you have yeah. you have a lot. You, yeah. you think somebody is a best friend, and then all of a sudden, over the years, you might grow distant. Yeah, you have different friends for different things. I think. Like one of my good mates, who I thought was a good mate from high school, probably still is a good mate. But I find when they get a, a partner as well, the old term. Well, I'm not, actually, I'm not going to say that. It's, it wouldn't be so bad. But if I say, yeah, you're probably going to hear. You're probably yeah. going to hear it be like, you can't say that yeah. anymore because mm-hmm. of the whole political correctness these days. You've got to be very careful with what you say. So I won't say that. But let's just say he is still a good friend of mine. We went to high school together. But since he's sort of been very career-driven, and, and to an extent, I've been pretty career-driven too. So, you know, it, it look both ways, that whole old thing. <laughs> but I, I think as soon as he sort of got into the relationship, the deep area of this relationship that he's in right now, yes, you know, very hooked on one another like they are, it sort of made him distant to his friends. Oh, I'm sorry. This is, I didn't mean to make you spiral here. No, no, but it's just turned into it, what once used to be, you know, catch up every couple of weeks turned into, I'm oh, lucky for catch up every couple of years Yeah, now. but those friendships are good though because you pick up right where you left off. But anyway, let us know your pranks. Or if you want to get sentimental like Bianca, you can do that too. We're here for you. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes I think it's more a high school thing or even sometimes in uni as well. You do grow distant to those people that you thought you were close to. Sunrise, sunset. (laughs) Hey, you know what else is returning? What's that? Robbie Williams. Really? Have you heard the news? No. He's filming a biopic. He's jumping Wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. First of all. This word triggers me no end. Yeah. I say biopic, you say biopic. Some people say biopic. No, it's not biopic. <sighs> Shudders. Second of all, he wouldn't be in it then, would he? Well, someone would be playing It's him. unconfirmed whether or not he actually is going to be in it or not. Yeah, but he wouldn't be playing himself. Oh, well, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but what I do know is he's filming a biopic and he's coming to Melbourne to film it. 
So he must be. Surely he's not playing a young version of himself. Well, I wouldn't thought. I wouldn't have thought he'd play a young version of himself. But he's coming to Melbourne. That's exciting. People are going wild over it. Yeah. The fact that he is just another person to join the list of people that are coming to Australia. Well, you think of all the songs that he's had over the years. Like, I don't think there is a primary school production DVD video that didn't use Let Me Entertain You. I don't think I used it at my school. Oh, I did. For everything. And dancing as well. Ugh. Has that song been overkilled? I don't think so. I feel like now that I've had some distance from it, I'm really into it again. I think it's been overkilled. But you think, like, in the early noughties, his music was it. He was on every So Fresh. But even mid-2000s. Yeah. For me, he was everywhere. Is that when the the mid-2000s and mid-noughties? Yeah. Really? Nought. Zero. Oh, I always thought it referred back to the 90s. No, that's the 90s. No, no, I know. But I thought when you heard noughties, you were Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, 90s again. No, noughties. That's a weird phrase. I don't like that phrase. It's not... No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work very well. What I do remember is... When I went to my first primary school, when I was at my first primary school, year two, so it was probably circa 2004. Oh, that was a long time ago. 17 years. Um, Can you not do the math, please? I'm just looking up on our screen. It tells us the date and looking at what year it is, reminding myself that we're in 2021. Can I remind you that this isn't This Is Your Life? We're talking about Robbie Williams' life. Yeah, but I'm just reminiscing while I talk about Robbie. I'm allowed to. I'm human last time I checked. Okay, I call. <laughs> Do not do that, Catherine. <laughs> but I remember as a... What are you in year two? Eight? Eight-year-old, I think I was, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, because year four... Yeah. As an eight-year-old, <sighs> I remember... Going into my mates. Well, you know those long sort of minivans? Cars? Are we in a retirement home right now? What is happening? You have made Robbie Williams sound so boring. No, but I I just remember sitting in the back of the minivan going to one of my mates' houses and having Robbie Williams... There we go. ...blare throughout the car. There we go. We've got some momentum now, guys. The minivan is rolling. But, you know, in typical year two fashion, we didn't get the lyrics right because... That's just what it was like back in the days. Anyway, Robbie's coming to Melbourne. Moral of the story. Are we playing Robbie? Yes, this is Robbie. This is one of his most underrated songs, I reckon. Actually, I agree with you. Yeah, you're welcome. I was there to witness. Carl and Catherine, it's Friday. We're here. We're just with you. And we're talking in small sentences. Yeah, well, for valid reasons. I'll tell you why. Well, not really. No valid reasons. <laughs> say, wow, he's prepared with... Yeah, because I'm going to throw a slow quiz on you. Oh, no. (laughs) Not again. When I say Australia's answer to Justin Bieber, what do you think of? Cody. Correct. It's probably the first quiz question and answer that I've gotten back that's acceptable. (laughs) It's a rarity from you, but anyway, well done. Thank you. Unfortunately, I don't have anything to give you, but you got the answer correct. And you probably wonder, why why Cody? Why am I bringing up? Dive into it, Bianco. Cody Simpson. He has decided to change his career. And he's gone into swimming. Can I just say, that's not fair. I would consider <laughs> being able to be a professional singer, that is one of the biggest gifts in life to be able to sing. 
Could he sing though? Aye, 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 aye. Yes, he could. But. <laughs> what was that? That was his song. Do you not remember? Every minute, every second, every hour of the day. Aye, 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 aye. Literally, it was called Aye, aye, aye. Flow Rider was on it. Anyway. But then you follow it up with just. Why not go to the Olympics as well? Look, why not be that good at swimming that you are legit now? I'm bringing Cody up because I want to know when you've changed your opinion on somebody. Oh. Changed your view. Because I don't really think much of Cody Simpson. I really have a strong disliking for people who are Australian, mm-hmm. born in Australia, that go over to America and then they get a, an American twang accent and they come back to Australia and they forget their roots. Well, they I wouldn't might, say he's they, forgotten his roots. He no, came no, back no, for the Masked no, Singer. This is why I'm saying I think Cody oh. is one of those people that I've changed my tune on. Because he's literally representing Australia. He's decided that, you know, he was a good swimmer as a child. Mm-hmm. He has aspirations to go to the Olympics and he's young enough where he could yeah. actually one day swim for Australia mm-hmm. at the Olympics. Unfortunately, even though he made the finals and came last, uh, he didn't quite make the team this year. Do you think he could record his new album, Underwater? (laughs) Because don't they say like bathrooms and stuff have the best acoustics? That could be his point of difference. He could have like one of the Britney Spears like mics on that have to figure out so he doesn't get electrocuted and sing under the water. He could be like the modern day Little Mermaid. No, I don't think that's going to happen. No. I didn't know he didn't make it. I'm sorry, Cody. Well, maybe if he does sing underwater, it'd sound like a natural auto tune. Yeah. The bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine recording an album in water. I don't want to say that I've just given Cody a career change, but I think I just have. Could you combine the two, swimming and singing? Yeah. Hannah Montana was able to juggle two worlds. He could too. Yeah, but that was different. Land and Sea's a bit different. That was fictional. And now I've just written the album. Land and Sea. Cody Simpson, Land and Sea. It could be a two-disc CD to make it retro because all the kids are back into CDs now. CD one, Land. But not just that. CD two, Sea. Tapes and records as well. Yeah. People still argue to this day that you can't get crisper audio than off a record. Yeah, true. I've got a record player here. I don't have any records. I got. I don't know home, how to but... set the pace of a record and then it goes too fast. And I'm like, I can't. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's not how it's meant to sound. They are fun to play with, though, record mm. players. They just seem a little bit more legit. Like, you know that you've got a particular taste in music, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I'd love to know, though, on this occasion, I'm talking about Cody Simpson. My view has changed on him because I didn't really think too much of him. But given he's come back to Australia Mm -hmm. and he's decided to go down this creeper, he actually seems like a nice guy. He is. And his sister's lovely, too. She was on I'm a Celebrity this year. I did see her sister, yeah. His sister. That's what I said. I said his sister. Her sister. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ali Simpson. Very famous on TikTok here. His sister. That's right. Yeah, but you said her sister. No, I didn't say... Oh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm sorry it's, if it's, I said that. I didn't, think I, I didn't think I said that. It's all good. Anyway, Cody Simpson. I want to see this new hybrid of singing and swimming. Yeah. Do you reckon he was singing to himself while he was swimming, just keep swimming? <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? 
when you say stuff like that, that just makes me realise we've been hanging out for way too long. Because <laughs> you were thinking the same thing, yeah? No, I wasn't. I was just thinking that's atrocious. I want to know, Bayside, how did you quit your job? I've never really quit a job. Well, actually, sorry, I take that back. Mm. I have. You know? Yeah. You just hand that pass back and say, see you later. See you later. Pretty much. Take care. Bye. I got told that I could do my job on a voluntary basis. <laughs> see ya. I was paid, and then they said, actually, nah, but we'd love for you to do it for free. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, I'm asking this question because a fast food worker's letter of resignation has gone viral this week, not because of what they said, but how they did it. Now, I love stories like this because you hear all the time people just providing obscure ways of saying, that's it, see you later, take care, bye. Now, this guy has done it without his manager knowing where a customer saw and broke the news that this employee had quit because they attempted to go through the drive-thru of this fast food restaurant where they snapped a photo of the employee's resignation method, which was a blank piece of A4 paper, which he had then scrawled over the top on the speaker saying, we are closed because I am quitting and I hate this job. So he obviously had cracked it, quit, via this piece of paper, and then just decided that the restaurant wasn't going to have business that night. It's a very untraditional way to do it. Because they've just single-handedly just said the drive through is not working. Under no authority, they're just like, you know what, no, if I'm done, so are you. <laughs> Pretty incredible stuff. Oh, so incredible. It sounds like you basically at the end of every shift you've done in a shoe shop. Yeah, legit. <laughs> and then I crumple up that piece of paper and go, ah. Oh. But no, I um had a friend of mine, actually, from a retail background, mm. who got told, because she said, I quit, and the manager turned around and said, well, I'm going to get security to escort you out. The security arrived. She was friends with security. He high-fived her and then escorted the manager out of the store, which was pretty amazing. I don't know what benefit that actually had because she left and the manager had to come back. So I think the security job would have lost their thing as well. But in the moment, it was a funny idea. Is it though? I just feel like sometimes you just got to be a bit creative because there's nothing worse or more awkward than writing out a letter of resignation. I think it's funny for some, not so funny for others. I feel like either you do it where there's 50,000 words or it's like a sentence. I'm done. I finish on this day. Goodbye. Uh, You can't really do that unless like, because people have different contracts and whatnot. You sign a contract to work generally in a workplace, shows your entitlements and your terms and mm-hmm. conditions and whatnot. Yep. And it depends on sort of whether you're a casual, a part-timer, or a full-timer. But you always have to write a letter of resignation, though. I didn't when I left this place. I just literally said in an email, I've decided to leave. Okay. Well, you're meant to write a letter of resignation. I've never done that. To be honest, I probably still <laughs> appear to be employed at places. <laughs> Is that I've... why you got 50,000 emails? <laughs> Surprise. Actually, I cleaned out my work emails. Oh, good. I'm really proud of myself. I started to do it for my personal emails too. See, can I tell you what my dream letter of resignation is in my mind? What? You know how a certain soft drink brand has personalized bottles? Yeah. I want to buy however many employees will be addressed with this. That many bottles of that soft drink with the name Felicia. I am then going to get a Sharpie texture and write goodbye or preferably bye on the top of them. 
pass them all out. What does it read on the soft drink? Bye, Felicia. They'll read it. I'll leave. That's how I'm resigning. So if you see me with a couple of soft drink bottles in this studio, 88.3, look out. I haven't seen that yet. No. All I've seen is a water bottle that you tend to bring to the radio studio. I do. And then I always leave it here. And then my whole week is just in turmoil. Because <laughs> I'm one of those people, if I don't drink from the water bottle, then I just cannot drink water. It's just, it's a thing. Oh, Okay. But yeah, I want to know, 0404 how did you quit your job? I really live for these stories. Yeah. Or well, if you have any ideas, like if you have a really awful day at work and you are planning, how am I going to quit this place one day? Let us know. I swore Bayside that this segment was done and dusted. And we have had to bring back an emergency dirty at 5.30. So if you've got little ears around, maybe get them to turn the TV up a little bit louder. Maybe get them an early <laughs> dinner. <laughs> because Now's the time to go to the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. Of some sort. Let's hope no one's quit from that drive-thru. Um, because this segment is about to take a little bit of a turn. And the only thing more offensive, actually, than the content I'm about to bring to you is the intro. It's it, this a little content advisory warning for the littlies out there. If you're under the age of 16, now is the time to just go and do your chores that you don't want to do. Make yeah. your bed. I don't know, you Maybe probably, open the Happy Meal toys that are just lying around. Probably, Something. Probably not going to brush your teeth at 5.30. Anything that isn't this. I mean, that's that's quite early if you are brushing your teeth at 5.30. I'm, I'm not going to lie, but I suppose some people like to get a chump on these things. Or not so much. All right, so, go on, play it. It's 5.30. And now it's time for another Dirty at 5.30. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, Bang. Oh. Okay, I forgot about the ending of that. That is why I cancelled it. I think that's one of my favourite oh. creations of all time. It just makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I regret everything. However, I still really do want to continue with this story. Do you so want to hear the last bit of that again? No, I don't, and neither does Bayside. We can leave that. It is incredibly sick. Anyway, Dirty at 5.30 is back, and this story is one for the ages, Bianco. I could have paraphrased it, but I've decided just to read it legit how it stands because it is just so iconic. So there are some strong words in here. Strong words? As in, not swear words, but words that, you know, normally adults have conversations about. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just going to get straight into it. Okay, then. So this comes from somebody (laughs) by the name Trashfire Fallon. This is brought to you by somebody I think would have been more appropriate. Okay. This isn't a place of innuendo. We're just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Anyway. Trashfire Fallon says, I had sex in a graveyard and was walking around nude because it was midnight or whatever. So this car rolls out of nowhere and I'm stark naked. I'm also white AF. I glow in the dark. I make eye contact with a dude driving. I don't know to move or whether to cover up, but I know that they are looking at me and I can see the driver's eyes widen with fear. He then boots out of the graveyard 
like a bat out of hell. And that's the story of how I became a ghost sighting in a small town in New England. Sorry? So this woman has obviously had this on her bucket list for whatever reason. I'm not judging, but girl, what are you doing? Her partner's then gone off into the night, and she's decided just to go for a little bit of a roam around the graveyard, completely naked, with no fake tan on. Starkers. And so somebody who is also at a graveyard very late at night, I want to know what these people are doing in New England, happens to see this woman and legitimately thought she was a ghost and freaked out because she was so pale. If that doesn't scream, I need to fake tan, I don't know what is. But imagine that. That's, yeah. Well, that's a story. It's one of the stories that, it's in your mind, and I can guarantee you guys, I found this out, I think it was on Tuesday, and it stuck with me ever since. And the more I think about it, the funnier it gets. That story, you find that funny. Imagine, you, because this could not have been a more embarrassing situation for this girl, right? She has just been caught by a total stranger roaming around a graveyard completely naked. But it's more embarrassing if you think about it for the driver who has then been terrified calling out, ah, it's a ghost. Have you ever had a Just on the topic of that, have you ever had a dream where you've just found yourself, like, butt naked? No. Just in the middle of somewhere and, like, you're trying to avoid everybody? I feel like that dream couldn't happen for me purely because I spent so many years dancing where all you were, like, all of us were having quick changes and stuff. Like, it's not a fear of mine. See, like, I'm not saying that I have it often, it's just every now and then, I feel like I I find myself having this dream where I'm like running away from people because I feel like I'm naked. <laughs> well, it might have a new layer on this dream now. You might also be a ghost, apparently. I'm, I'm look. I'm not trying to. <laughs> the put next that... person, next time you have that dream, someone calls out, "Casper, I love your work." <laughs> and I come back to haunt everybody. Well, there you go. That Ooh. is your dirty at five thirty. I don't think it's going to come back again. Um. So I just want that story to haunt you guys for the rest of the time. And to, what did I say their name was? Trill Fox Fallon. Thank you for sharing that absolute masterpiece of anecdote work because um, it really has stuck with me. It's hilarious. Let us know. Maybe you found yourself in a similar situation. I don't think many people would. And I also don't encourage people doing that. Because remember, guys, if you go to a graveyard and you mess around, spirits can come and that's when you need crystals. So... I wouldn't want to be messing around there. The dead aren't very active, so don't be active where there are dead. A former adult entertainer has done a podcast where she has said, if I could go back in time, I would not do what I did. And if I could get rid of the material that's online of myself, I would do that because I have all these regrets. I'd love to know when you found yourself in a similar situation. Ooh. Not necessarily as an adult entertainer where explicit material of yourself Yeah, can't relate to that personally. No, nor can I. I don't think. I'm pretty sure there's no explicit images or material of myself online. See, I am one of those people that truly believes that everything happens for a reason. Like, I feel like, and I know this is like the most cliche answer ever, but I feel like even the really unfortunate things that happen in life, they make you the person you are now. 
Sure. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing that really springs to the front of my mind right now where I'm like, yeah, I really regret doing that. Mm. Or I really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's a few that come to mind for me. Mm. I came to the defense of somebody on a social <laughs> media site once. Is this the white knight thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I copped a lot of flack for that. These things happen, you know, when you come to defend people. Just- but hasn't everyone had an online scandal these days? Like, you were ahead of your time. This is, what, circa 2012, I think it was, Mm. back in the day. So you regret being the white knight? I just regret some of the decision-making I made on on the socials back in the day. Mm. You know, you put up some posts and you look back and you think, probably could have chosen my words a little bit better or not said that at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's particular moments that you look back on and you're like, nah. If I could turn back time, I wouldn't have gone down that path. One of those. I got a bit of an audio grab for you. Stop it. No. Is it a young Carl? It's not a young Carl. It's somebody mentioning me. I don't know. Have I told the story on here about the, the, the behind the scenes story of this? I don't want to go into too much detail about it. Go on. But I'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. I'll, I'll play this grab for you. Because when I last played it. <laughs> I didn't realize we we're going to be so deep. You brought material to the table. Oh, I, love I it. have. Of course. That's what I'm yeah, here for. I like on. to dig deep. Sometimes it helps me even. It's really about getting it right now, having other people see what Carl, Carl did. Okay, that's enough. You, you hear a voice there. A very familiar voice. I'm not going to disclose who that person is, and I'm not going to say that I necessarily regret having my name spoken by that individual. right? And I'm not saying that it's a regret of mine, but I am saying it's a regret of mine at the same time. Yeah. I may have been involved with a little documentary back in the day. Which was supposed to be a benefit to a few people mm-hmm. and probably served its purpose at the time. Got someone on network television. <laughs> and, you know, a huge empire, essentially. And it gave the other person a life lesson. <laughs> be careful with the people you trust with your life sometimes. Yeah, like, of them. without going into it, Bianco, you were literally the face of someone's business. Mm, kind of. I'd rather not have been looking back You were a guinea pig. Well, that's exactly right. That's the best way to put it. 100%. Thank you very much. This is why we work together, because when I start something, you're always good at finishing it. I think they even threw the word journey in a few times. Like, it was very reality TV-like. And if they gave up on me, it could be the biggest tragedy that could ever have occurred. Yeah. It's quite attentive what you hear. It's very confronting. It's even confronting for me to look back on it. As someone who has watched this several times, I still can't believe, like, the vision. Like, I know we're being very obscure here, guys, but essentially it was, yes, yeah, somebody who's now pretty well known in Australia <laughs> did take a chance on one Carl Bianco. Hey, the good news is that's not going to be posted anywhere, but unfortunately, much like that adult entertainer... It's around. I c- it's around, and I can't get rid of it online. And I'm a little disappointed I that I can't. I think we should recreate it. Not a chance. I think we should. I could play that person. The other thing I took out of it as well is sometimes inspiration for things can change. And dramatic music really lifts a piece. Anyway, let us know. 0404 When have you wanted something removed or when have you tried to erase something from your past and how'd you go? I don't know. Surely I'm not the only one. I know there's a lot of people out there that find themselves oh, yeah. in situations like this. Unfortunately, guys, we have been talking about the wedding saga that has been happening. Mm. Had a hen's night plan, had a hen's dress ready to go. 
cancelled because of lockdown. Had to do it virtually. Oh. So the wedding was meant to be today. Yay. And we were going to do, it was looking like we were going to have a smaller wedding because we oh. could have 20 people with restrictions. Mm. However, the venue that was booked only could do over 30. So the oh. wedding has to be postponed. However, I did not find this out until Wednesday night. So up until this, like the start of this week, I was like, I have to get it together. I've got a dress that's been tailored. I also had a long weekend. Hey, was this the hot pink dress that you got? No, but that hot pink dress may be used for other things. Anyway. Um, <laughs> White girl wasted. That was the plan. Anyway. So. It has been wasted. I get up on Monday and I go, oh my gosh, am I going to fit into this wed- this dress? Not a wedding dress. Well, I mean. Bridesmaid's dress. You've been very um, particular of late because you haven't had a haircut and you, you've had I to. Know. I know. So I was like, the only thing that I can bank on at the moment is me fitting into that dress. Bank. That was bank. I need to figure this out. So I went out and I said, okay, I'm going to put myself on a strict diet until the wedding being Friday is in today. I will have smoothies. I will have soups. I'm going to really think about my diet. Oh, good for you. So I am looking my best for the wedding because I was picked to be a bridesmaid. I've got to be there to support my friend and make the photos look good. Of course. So I've committed. My fridge is full of soup and it was going really well for like the first day. And then I got really over it, but I had to continue. And it was like an athlete's journey. I'd wake up in the morning, get the Nutribullet out, make my smoothie, have my soup, get it all going. And then as the day unraveled, you got worse and worse no, and worse well, with your eating habits. It really worked. I stuck to it. But the problem was on Wednesday night, I get the call saying, and by the way, I faked tan too. So like I was ready for this I wedding. I could tell. Thank you. You look as white as what the archives in the uh, studios look. Anytime, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> I, so I had the soup, I had the tan, I was ready to go, wedding got postponed. And so I've committed to the rest of this diet, okay, but it's only just occurred to me now that when the wedding is actually back on, I'm going to have to do it all over again. Oh, that's a tragedy. And it's really keeping me up. The irony being though, on Monday, I actually have a work commitment based on wedding. So I still have to attend a wedding on Monday. However... Not in the way I was hoping. So I'm going to have to do this twice. And I just feel really personally attacked. Well, it's a good rehearsal anyway. Well, that's it. I'll be able to see if the actual soup diet paid off. And yeah, more importantly, I really need to try the dress on just to see where I'm at. So hang on. Are you telling me now you're going to use that dress you were supposed to use at the wedding? No, no, no. I don't have oh. that dress. I don't oh, have okay. that dress. Right. The hen's night dress may be getting a workout. But oh, okay. What? At the thing that you're doing? Yeah. You're going to wear that? Hand stress you you know how you and Jack wanted me to wear it into the studio? Yeah. I might have to on Monday. Wow. Anyway, I want to know Bayside 0404 736. When have you had athlete focus? Can you put when it on have... the socials? No, I cannot. <laughs> I want to see it on the socials. I think if it'd be the hilarious. results pay off, though, it might be a different story. Oh, um, uh, okay. Well, anyway, what... when has it paid off? When have you been psyched for something and then it didn't happen, but you been so prepared because I want to know because yeah. it's a rarity for me. I'm never prepared for anything. And then well, the one time I am, mm-mm. Well, send us your messages online now because it's the end of the show. Or just let George know. Yeah, George wants to hear all about him. Yeah. He's going to take all the feedback. So 0404-000-736. If you've got anything you want to critique from us. No, no, no. Only nice things. Only nice things. No. We don't do well with criticism. Anything you like at all, message George because he's going to bring them all up in the next or two hours. let him know what your favourite soups are because I'm getting a bit sick of the vegetable one. Or maybe you have a regret like an adult entertainer. Wow. I don't know. I'm just speculating We here. really need to hand it over to George now. Yeah.
I might see you on Monday. Maybe. Okay. Bye. See ya. Have a good weekend, everybody. Or don't. Take care. Bye. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.